we dancing with the devil, don't believe a single word. Cause when we get to heaven, we gon' see and watch him burn. Dancing with the devil, don't believe a single word. Cause when we get to heaven, we gon' see and watch him For you to give your people everything they need tonight. Holy Spirit, manifest your glory over this headline tonight. And thank you. Thank you, Lord God. You see, brothers, it's been a while since I had to put together uh, something like this. And I tell you, it was a fight today. It was a fight. It was a spiritual. I like it, though. <laughs> it was a warfighter fight. And I tell you, Jesus won. And you're going to see the fruit of it in your deliverance tonight. It's a lot of people on this headline tonight. I give God praise, glory, and honor for that. Because God rewards obedience, and uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take a long time. But I want to start out by saying that um, this is different for me. I've never never quite done it like this before. But isn't everything different right about now? Jessica, you're going to have to help me out here with some scriptures. I'll give them to you. They're about in the middle. And I realized I didn't go back and put the scriptures in there. So you're going to have to help me out with a few scriptures here. All right. Well, the Lord gave uh, Brother Robert a word for us tonight. And here's the word. Can you post this in the chat room? Your aborted child in heaven loves you because all heaven loves you. Do not fear. That was the word that he gave us for tonight. Your aborted child in heaven loves you because all heaven loves you. Do not fear. It might be a little redundant to some of you. Um, I've never singled out a specific subject, but this is the way God wants this. So abortion 
can be one of the most traumatic experiences in a person's life. The end of pregnancy through abortion may be far in your past, but the memories remain. The memories, can you not hear me? Can you hear me? Praise God. Try not to text me, because this is a teaching, like one of my old teachings. And I got to get through the end of it. So try not to text me unless you can't hear me or something goes wrong. As I said, the end of pregnancy through abortion may be far in your past, but the memories remain forever. Sometimes you even they may even make you feel hopeless and helpless, not understanding why you react and act the way you do to people and situations. So our main scripture is Jeremiah thirty one fifteen. Jeremiah thirty one fifteen, thus saith the Lord, a voice was heard in Ramah. Lamentation and bitter weeping. Rachel weeping for her children refused to be comforted for her children because they were not. And I also found out that men have been ignored in this whole abortion issue until recently. They're addressing this issue for many men because they've just not spoken out about their feelings, and I guess they can be intimidating. But the fact remains that men struggle with the emotions of past abortion experiences as well, and many men require deliverance, healing, and restoration, but they never get it. A lot of men have been hurt by abortions as well. I'm going to give you a little test here. I want to see if you can see yourself in any of these. No, devil, you're a liar. Do you ever feel reluctant to talk about the subject of abortion? Yes or no? Do you still feel guilt, anger, or sorrow when you can come out of your secret place with somebody and talk about your your own abortion? Do you tend to think of life in terms of before and after the abortion? Do you still have lingering feelings of resentment or anger toward people involved in your abortion decision? Have you, since the abortion, found yourself either avoiding relationships or becoming overly dependent in relationships since the abortion. 
Now, the thing is, if you can answer yes to three of these, you need healing. Simple as that. Have you, since the abortion, increased the use of drugs or alcohol, or do you have an eating disorder? Do you sometimes feel a vague sort of emptiness, a deep sense of loss, or have you experienced prolonged periods of depression? Do you sometimes have nightmares, flashbacks, or hallucinations relating to the abortion? If you could say yes to any three of these, you need this healing you're about to get. What I need you to do right now, wherever you are, is I need you to bow your head and ask the Lord to help you be open to receive healing tonight, inner healing. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, Holy Spirit, manifest your glory so that people can be healed. Set free and delivered tonight. Abortion, so we all on the same page, is defined as a medical operation in which a developing baby is removed from a woman's body so that it is not born alive. Abortion, the deliberate termination of a human pregnancy, most often performed during the first 28 weeks of pregnancy. Abortion, the termination of a pregnancy before the infant can survive outside of the uterus. Abortion, the ending of a pregnancy by removal or expulsion of an embryo or fetus before it can survive outside the uterus. Post this in the chat room for me, just one or two people. In every abortion, a child dies, except there be a miracle. In every abortion, a child dies, except there be a miracle. In an early stage of development before birth, the child's death is intended and carried out with the presumed consent of the mother, with or without the consent of the father. Okay. If you had an abortion, perhaps you're thinking, okay, so I had an abortion, but that's in my past. Do I really need to be healed? Well, what I found out, some women 
seemingly never need to work through any kind of healing process. But for many others, the memory of abortion lies like a hidden infection on the inside, weakening and impairing in many ways, although hidden. In many ways, that we never realized were related. Now, many of you on this timeline tonight may not have ever had an abortion, yet you may still be hurting and grieving due to a miscarriage, due to a stillbirth, due to an ectopic pregnancy, No matter, they all still relate to the loss of a child. No matter the circumstances, how the loss may have come about. The most important thing now is your salvation. The most important thing now is the healing and the restoration of your soul, your heart your mind, your will, your emotions, and your intellect reconnected to God. According to 1 Thessalonians 5.23, and the very God of peace sanctify you holy, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 15. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Look what the scripture says. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure through all things without murmuring and disputing that ye may be blameless and harmless. The sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom you shine as lights in the world. You see, some people would argue that their healing after the abortion was entirely dependent on God so that when they accepted Jesus, they were completely healed and that there's nothing else that they needed to do after that but believe. True. However, reading these passages of Scripture, show us that the human aspect of deliverance and healing is another aspect of working out our own salvation. Salvation is something that encompasses more than our initial accepting of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, salvation means deliverance from sin, deliverance from poverty, Deliverance from sickness, 
deliver us from demonic influence. Jesus came and provided a remedy for these things. Through Jesus' shed blood, Jesus also gives us power and authority to deal with anything in our lives that should not be there. And this process is ongoing. Deliverance and healing is an important part of working out our salvation. As I was preparing for this, I found out that there's something called post-abortion syndrome. And I said, okay, I better look at this real close here. Because Jeremiah 1 and 5 says, Before I formed you in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So I was saying, okay, how does this tie together? You see, I found out that a lot of people were suffering from an aftermath of of their abortion or abortion. And I found out that there was a lot of unresolved sorrow unresolved grief and unresolved guilt for the mother of the aborted child. And then I know these are all spirits. These spirits cascade over the father of the child, the child's brothers and sisters, the aborted child's extended family, over the abortion providers and those who counseled and funded the abortion. I also knew from many, many past deliverance that when a woman has an or a man involved with an abortion, that that spirit hovers over them. That spirit does not go away, the spirit of abortion. It will cause everything in your life to abort. Get to a certain level and abort. But tonight, as I was looking at this, God, I used to just deal with the spirit, cast it out, deal with any inner healing, and that was it. But but I got something that God wants done differently in 2020. So, Father God, you are the source of all mercy and love. Out of love for us, you sent your son, Jesus, and will that blood and water flow from his side to cleanse us of sin and restore lost innocence. I ask you to hear the cry of each woman who is hurting on the inside. Each woman who inwardly mourns the loss of her child to abortion, 
I ask you to forgive her sin, restore her to your grace, and still the terror as we bind these demons and cast them out. I ask you to give her a peace beyond our understanding. Give her the consolation to believe that her child is now living in you, Lord God. We ask this to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who conquered sin and death and who lives and reigns with you. We ask this in the unity of your own Holy Spirit that indwells us forever and ever. Amen tonight, Lord God. You see, brothers and sisters, Jesus, throughout the Bible, was very, very kind to women. And Jesus included women in his close circle of friends. To name just a few, Mary, called Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod, Stuart, and Susanna, and many others. Women who provided for Jesus from their substance. There were the famous Mary and Martha, and many other unnamed women who served Jesus at a time when women were not very high on the social scale of the day. The Gospels carefully point out that these women were special to Jesus. After his resurrection, he even chose to first appear to Mary Magdalene, a person who had undergone deliverance and whose life was radically changed. You know, brothers and sisters, the Bible says in Hebrews 13 and 8 that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The ministry of spiritual freedom and deliverance is for the believer. In fact, the ministry of deliverance is our, as believers, covenant right. Now, in order to understand this fully, you got to understand what a covenant is. And you got to believe and accept the fact that God is a covenant God and that God has a covenant people, you and me. In the old covenant, his covenant people were the children of Israel. In the new covenant, his covenant people consist of both Jews and Gentiles who are restored to relationship with God through Jesus' blood. There are some blessings that God gives all people. Matthew 5, 45. There are many other blessings that he directs toward his covenant people. I happen to have a podcast up 
17 blessings assured to believers only. God in his mercy will bless people outside of the covenant because he's a merciful God. But primarily these blessings are based on covenant. In Mark chapter 7, we read the story of the Syrophoenician woman who sought Jesus out to deliver her daughter from an unclean spirit. Verse uh, 7 reads, Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. So children's bread can refer to any of God's blessings. In this story, it refers specifically to deliverance. And Jesus is saying that deliverance belongs to his covenant people, that it is a covenant right. Those outside of the covenant may receive a miracle based on God's mercy, but deliverance and healing is really meant for those who have a covenant with God. Luke chapter 1, verse 71 and 73 says that Jesus came that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to perform the mercy promised to our Father and to remember his holy covenant. The oath which he swore to our father Abraham In this passage, we see that Jesus is coming for our salvation from our enemies, devils, and demons. And then Abraham, with whom God had made a covenant, is brought into the picture. Galatians chapter 3, verse 29. We are now the seed of Abraham. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Through Jesus' coming and all the provisions he made for us, God is fulfilling the promises he made with our forefathers in the covenant because God is a covenant God. In Luke chapter 1, Verse 74 and 75 goes on to say, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness, (coughs) excuse me, before him all the days of our life. Please get this. The purpose of any deliverance, therefore, is so that we're able to serve God without fear, in holiness, and in righteousness all the days of our life. You see, it's very difficult to live a life without fear or in holiness or in righteousness without being delivered. In fact, 
it is practically impossible. I want to tell you the Lord desires you to cease from your crying and your mourning. He wants you to wipe the tears from your eyes. But he wants you to know that the sorrow you have shown shall have its reward. There is hope for your future. Jeremiah 31, 15 through 17. Now, this might be hard for some of you to grasp the hold of, but I'm about to tell you something that's the truth. I hope you can receive it. Jesus was with you that day. Some of you old schoolers had that abortion in a house or in a room or a hotel room. But Jesus was with you that day in that clinic or wherever the abortion or your loss took place. Jesus was with you in the procedure room. Jesus was there, standing next to you as your child was being taken from within your womb. Jesus was loving you just the same. Jesus was crying for your pain. You see, because Jesus had already taken your guilt and your shame to the cross that day. Jesus hung there, giving up his life for you. Because Jesus knew the choice you'd make. And Jesus knew what the future held for you. With Jesus' arms stretched out, Jesus showed you how much he cared. Jesus took all your pain and suffering that your life would be spared. (coughs) As Jesus looked out into the crowd that day, Jesus saw your face among many, knowing That one day in the future, you and he would be communing together. And you would be asking him for forgiveness for the mistake you made. That you would be crying out to Abba Father for mercy. And on Jesus' face that day, Jesus showed a deep, passionate look full of loving grace towards you. The anguish that held your heart captive since the day you made the choice to end your child's life, Jesus knew would soon be stripped away empty and filled with God's love in his place. 
So as you got on your knees, and if you haven't done it, ask the Lord for forgiveness today and know and experience and know that you know that you know that Jesus' loving arms are wrapped around you. Even when you accompany that other person to get the abortion, you became a partaker of their sin and you became a partaker of their curse. But understand something. Our Lord and Savior Jesus receives you into his presence right now. Hallelujah, right now. But he was there with you all the time because he said he would never leave you and that he would never forsake you. You got to understand something, brothers and sisters. Every hurt, no matter what the type of hurt it is, requires healing. Every pain has a demon behind it operating. Every hurt you ever hurt or ever experience in your life requires healing. You see, our hurts create emotional layers that also include healing of the pains, the wounds, and the trauma from past loss, and that includes abortion. Now, the thing that um, might get some of you tonight is that we're going to have to go to the point of your pain. We're going to have to go to the point of your wound. We're going to have to clean out and refill with the righteousness, with the joy, and with the peace of the Holy Ghost. We're going to have to go to the point of your pain so that you can come on out into the kingdom of God as you come out that pain. Experiencing the deeper healing of your inner man or your inner woman, you experiencing your soul and your body restored, renewed, hallelujah, to the point that your identity is no longer based on who you were, what you did, or what someone did to you, but glory be to God that your identity is based solely on who and what God says you are. That is the best news I could give you. This morning, I asked you to name your child. And I know you probably thought, man, I've worked for years to keep the memory of the abortion away from my heart. But now she's telling me to open this back up again 
and think about the baby or babies now as a real human being. Brothers and sisters, this has got to be amazing for you. It's got to be. You know why? Listen to me. The simple task of giving your child a name has power. The simple task of giving your child a name has power to validate personhood. This is important because the denial of personhood is what what seems to make people feel justified in aborting babies. You see, receiving a name is God's idea. And it's fundamental, brothers and sisters, to affirming our personhood. The whole concept of name or naming something or someone comes from God. I need you to post now, Jessica, Psalms 147 and 4. 147 and 4. Psalm 147 and 4. Let me go down here so I can see it. I need somebody to post 147 and 4 for me. Thank you. He counts the number of the stars. He calls them all by their name. I need somebody to post Ephesians 3. 14 and 15. Ephesians 3, 14 and 15. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. I need somebody to post Genesis chapter 2, verse 19 and 20. Genesis chapter 2, verse 19 and 20. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. I need somebody to post Job chapter 38, 31. Job chapter 38, 31. Job chapter 38, verse 31. You see why we, Job 38, 31. Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades or loose the bands of Orion? Orion. You see, the Bible records that even demons have names. And Satan himself is known by different names. Our enemies, but they have been given names by God. 
Example, Revelation 8:11. The name of the star is Wormwood. Matthew 12:24. Beelzebub, the prince of demons. Jesus asked the demoniac, "What is your name?" And he said, "Legion." For many demons had entered him. And then, glory be to God, the Bible says, therefore God has highly exalted him, meaning Jesus, and bestowed on Jesus the name that is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Can somebody post Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 11 for me? And somebody else, Isaiah 43 and 1. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 11. And Isaiah 43 and 1. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 through 11. Isaiah 43 and 1. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 through 11. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 through 11. For this reason also, because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess and openly openly acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, sovereign God, to the glory of God the Father. Your baby's name is a godly way to begin the spiritual reconnection that will be forthcoming in heaven for you and your child or your children. Because you must understand that God cares for every aborted child in heaven. So if you never gave your baby a name, ask the Holy Spirit right now, what's the baby's name that God gave the baby? Because your baby is in heaven with Jesus, and you're going to be reunited. So whatever name God, the Holy Spirit gives you, that's your baby's name in heaven. If you have not named the baby, if you didn't name your child, Ask the Lord 
What name did he give your baby? What does he call your baby up there in heaven? And you'll have your baby's name. And it'll also probably give you an idea or let you know what gender it was, if you don't know. Let me tell you why this is important tonight. Once you get the name of your baby, I have gone and done something. I did it today. Um, I did it via the phone and the internet because I there was nobody here when God gave it to me. Right here, <clears throat> right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, is the National Memorial for the Unborn. And it's dedicated to healing generations of pain associated with the loss of aborted, miscarried, children. No longer must these children remain nameless and forgotten, but they are honored through this memorial's wall of names and remembrance garden. So tonight, those little aborted babies are going to be memorialized. Praise God. The National Memorial, the National, um, I bought today the National Memorial for the Unborn. You can look it up on the internet. But you can purchase a plaque with the baby's name on it and put the plaque up. Or you can purchase a life certificate, life certificate for the baby. So what I did today, I bought a plaque and a, and a life certificate for every baby that's been aborted through the TED line. Those babies, as of 140 today, are being memorialized. You hear me? They're no longer, their souls are at rest. Because their spirit is with Jesus and their bodies right now are memorialized. And they've had the word of God spoken over them. I did that today. Praise God. You see, there's a 50-foot granite wall of names. And the wall holds small brass plates with the words of remembrance from individuals and families all over the country seeking post-abortion healing by honoring their child 
Countless individuals and families have found freedom from guilt and shame and moved toward forgiveness and restoration. They have a remembrance garden. So when you come here, you can go over there and sit in that garden and remember your child. Sit in that peaceful, beautiful garden as a remembrance to your loss and your baby. The, the one that I got was, it says, Ted Line Babies. Ted Line Babies. So each of you right now, say a prayer and put your baby's body to rest. Praise God. Isn't God wonderful? He just thinks of everything. 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 And that's a it's a it's a ministry. And that and that's their ministry. And they have this big picture there, which was done for miscarried babies. It says of the mom holding the baby said, I will hold you in heaven. And it has the pool of tears memorializing dedicated to the memory of children lost to miscarriage, abortions, just lost. Praise God. So it's going to take a while because of the coronavirus for the deadline plaque. Um, 10 line babies to be up but if you're on this line tonight I want you to make sure that you that Jessica has your name and your address and your email I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a life certificate for your baby Amen. Now, we're not worshiping the dead or anything. Of course not. But when the loved one dies, we memorialize them. We lay them to rest in blessings and peace and honor. In the name of Jesus. And like I told you, I never had any children, but if I had had an abortion, this is what I would do. And as a spiritual mom, I'm doing it for my spiritual children, spiritual grandma, great-grandma, whatever, whatever the case may be. But your aborted babies, first we laid them to rest. And we honor them. And Father God, thank you for the memorial, plaque, and the life certificates. That's why I asked you to name your baby. Name validate. And Jesus 
is you. God. God really is. He told Adam, name him. Whatever you name him, that's what they're going to be named. You right, Laura. No longer law. No longer law. Isaiah 43 and 1. It's my scripture for this. And Luke 1 and 31. Can you post those two scriptures? We laid your babies to rest in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 43 and 1. <clears throat> okay, Luke 131. Listen carefully. You will conceive in your womb and give birth to a son, and you shall call him Jesus. Isaiah 43 and 1. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob. And he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. Praise God. You know, when I when I did that, it, it really, it touched me so, it, it just made me really just weep in joy and happiness. Praise God. Now, I want to be, I want to, we dealt with the babies. Now I want to help you. I identified some spirits. They, 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 they call them emotions, but I was looking at the spirits. And I want to cast those out tonight. Before we get off this line, I'm going to cast them out. I want to deal with those. Um, remember, I asked you those questions. I want to deal with those post-abortive spirits and bondage. We're going to destroy the power of the spirit of abortion. I want you to. I'm trying to see how. Well, first, I want to. I want to cast these out. Just repeat after me. I renounce in the name of Jesus. And those of you um, that lost, uh, suffered loss through miscarriage or um, ectopic pregnancy, all of your babies were put to rest and memorialized today. Even before I got on the line. I want you to renounce the spirit of anger. Oh, anger, any anger. Because I found out, well, let me pray this, pray this first. Lord Jesus, how can we thank you for so great a salvation? Thank you for a love for us that we can't even comprehend. Now, I want you, wherever you are, to say, I fully repent for the sins of my abortion. And I fully accept and receive your complete gift of atonement and forgiveness for my abortions. Repeat after me. I also acknowledge the great debt 
I owe my baby or babies for taking his or her life and that I will never be able to pay this debt. Therefore, today, I renounce. I renounce all forms of self-atonement. And in its place, I fully accept and receive that you, Jesus, have forgiven me and that you have paid this debt for me and that you declare over my debt paid in full. Jesus declares your debt because of this abortion and abortions. The debt that you owe your babies right now. Post this in the chat room. Jesus declares your debt paid in full. It's paid in full. God is releasing you from the debt of your abortion and the debt that you owed your babies, and God is declaring it paid in full. Now, I want you to repent for your sins against and call your baby's name. Now, I want you to say this. I repent for my self-punishing sins against myself. So today, I renounce all forms of self-hatred and self-punishment. You, Jesus, have forgiven me. I want you to post it again. Debt paid in full. Paid in full. I want you to accept and receive the payment that Jesus made. For anyone that has sinned against you, name the sinner, name the sins, and I want you to mark it. Paid in full. Paid in full. According to Jesus' mercy, I want you to renounce all unforgiveness and bitterness, and I want you to mark that debt paid in full. Paid in full. I want you to repent and renounce any alignments or agreements that you consented to or participated in. Since that abortion, and I want you to stamp it, including evil spirits of murder, violence, death, false religion, witchcraft, paid in full, 
paid in full. Any evil spirits that are holding you in bondage after this abortion and accusing you of shedding innocent blood, I want you to mark it paid in full. It's paid in full. Jesus paid it. Any access that you gave to the enemy after the abortion to put sickness, disease, or weakness on your body, in your reproductive area, in your uterus, I want you to mark it paid in full. Paid in full. Any access to any and all spirits that were not of God that came into your body through anniversary reminders, I want you to mark that paid in full. Any avoidance of children of pregnant women, I want you to mark that paid in full. Any eating disorders that you picked up after that abortion issue, I want you to mark it paid in full. Paid in full. Any fear that you unloose toward your children because of that abortion. Any fear of infertility or any fear that you may have had of spirits attacking your living child, I want you market paid in full. I want you market paid in full. Guilt, I want you market paid in full. Shame. I want you market paid in full. Jesus paid it in full. Now listen. Any self-punishing behavior, including suicidal thoughts, depression, I want you market paid in full. Jesus paid it in full. Any spirits unloosed against you because of the abortion or after the abortion that caused you not to be able to bond with children, even your children. I want you market paid in full. And I want you to repeat after me. Thank you, Jesus. I accept that your shed blood has now removed my blood guiltiness, my blood guiltiness, and has broken the power of the accuser over my life and over my identity. I now renounce every spirit 
every familiar spirit, every unclean spirit, every spirit of poverty, every spirit of bondage, in the name of Jesus, I bind you in chains and fetters of iron. I take back the crowns that you stole from God's people. And in the name of Jesus, I want you to cough them out. I command all you spirits, go! Get out. Get out! The debt has been paid in full. Get out! Go! The debt has been paid in full. Go! Babies are at peace. Get out. Anxiety. Fear. They came in through the abortion. Jesus is paid it in full. Go. Get out. Pop it out. Go. All spirits that cause Mood swings, uncontrollable crying, deterioration of the self-concept. I bind you up tonight in the name of Jesus. Get out of the feet. Get out of the buttocks. Go. Get out. Go. Get out. Lose that heart. Go! Shame. Come out the feet. Fear of shame. Go out the feet. Any spirit that came in and reduced the motivation. Go! All paralyzing spirits in the name of Jesus. Fear of abortion. The Lord God rebuke you, cough it out. Go! Go! Get out. Get out! Go! Any spirit that crept their way in, manifesting as a spiritual husband, Blocking the husband that God has ordained for any woman on this line that is not married. I bind those spirits. Go! Go! Get out. Paid in full. Go! It's been paid in full. Get out! In the name of Jesus. All spirits causing self-punishment or self-degradation. Uh, Go! Get out. All spirits causing low self-worth, low self-value, liars. Go! Get out. Get out. 
the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you don't keep a record of sin. Paid in full by Jesus. Thank you. Take your hand and put it, one hand on the left side, one hand on the right side of your head. I command any spirits in between their hands from any 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 circumstance. Go get out the head. Go get out the head right now. I break the power of strokes, tumors, cysts, brain damage, cancer, and all psychosis. Go! Get out. Get out of the head. Loose the head. Place your hands over each eye. Any and all spirits causing blindness, cataracts, lazy eyes, all eye diseases, all weakness of the eyes, and the evil eye. Go! Get out. Go! Been paid in full. Go! Get out. One hand over each ear. In the name of Jesus, deafness, deaf and dumb, dumb and deaf, ringing in the ears, spiritual deafness and confusion. Go! Get out the ears. Go! Get out the ears. Loose the ears. Place one hand over your nose. All spirits lodged in the nose. The Lord God rebuke you. Go! Get out the nose. Go! Get out the nose. Place your hand over your mouth and your other hand over your throat. Any and all spirits lodged in the throat and the mouth. Go! All spirits of addiction. Go! Get out. Go! Get out. Go! Get out. Lose your stronghold and go up and out. Place your one hand behind your neck and the other hand on top of your uh, lower spine. Lower spine. One hand at the back of your head, the other hand at, at on your lower spine. Go up and out. Get out of those bodies. Go, get out. Go, get out. Take your hand, place one hand over your heart, your chest, and the other hand over your stomach. In the name of Jesus, go up and out. Come out of the pit of the bowels. Go. Come out of the colon. Go. Come on out. Come on out. Go. Come on out. Come out of the bladder. Go. Get out. Come out of the uterus. Go. And the womb. Go. Come on out. In the name of Jesus. All the way out. All the way up and all the way out. Place one hand 
on both of your knees. Left hand on left knee, right hand on the right knee. Any and all demonic spirits hidden in the knees, in the cartilage, in the kneecap. Go! Come on out. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Go right now. Paid in full, you cannot hide. Go! All witchcraft, sickness, and disease. Go! Come on out that body. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I command all unclean spirits. Go! All spirits of divination. Go! All familiar spirits. Go! All spirits of jealousy. Go! All lying spirits. Go! All perverse spirits. Go! All spirits of haughtiness. Go! All spirits of pride. Go! All spirits of heaviness. Go! All spirits of boredom. Go! All spirits of infirmity, sickness, disease. Go! All spirits of bondage. Go! All spirits of fear, up and out. Go! All spirits of the Antichrist, Lucius Stronghold. <coughs> Go! It's paid in full. It's paid in full. All transference of spirits sent by any spirit against Christ. Go! Get out right now. All spirits of decay. Go! All spirits of disease. Go! All spirits of oppression. Go! All spirits of chronic fatigue. Go! All spirits of the coronavirus. Go! In the name of Jesus. All spirits of weakness. Go! All spirits of lingering disorders. Go! All spirits of death. The Lord God rebuke you. Go! All you spirits that have been named, I bind you up right now in chains and fetters of iron covered with the blood covering of the blood of Jesus. And I command you, go to the pit until the day of judgment by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Holy Ghost, come in. Fill your people tonight. Fill, fill, fill. Give them double for their trouble. Fill them up, God. Fill them up all over again. Fill them up. Fill, 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 God. Fill with your goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God.
Who 
Good night.